Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. Welcome, everybody. Today's a special day. Thanks to all our listeners. This is episode 16 of Talk About Town. Malachi, how you doing? I'm doing awesome due to our special event, or I guess that's, that's what we want to call it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, roll out the carpet. <laughs> yeah. Um, you may be confused. You're like, hey, Neil and Mal, I just heard episode 15 a week ago. Why is episode 16 coming out right now a week later? Because that's what we do. <laughs> That's how we roll. So we have had um, a lot more content than we've been able to do in a time format that we're comfortable with. And we've been starting to get guests interested and we'd have to be like, you know, um, we're probably six, eight weeks out. Well, trying to keep our our 30 to 45 minute window, that gets us to like not going three hours or two hours or whatever. It's, it's a, yeah, it all there's a, there's certain podcasts um, that I listen to one in particular, your boy records for about three hours. Oh yeah. Every show takes me three, four days to get through one. Cause I'm busy. And most people don't even get to the end of it. It's what they say. So yeah, that so. 30 to four, that 30 to 45 minute, that's been our goal from the beginning. It's just when you have, when you go two weeks between shows, a lot happens. So we end up coming with like a list of like 20 or you know, usually it's around 15 or 20. I, and we only get to five or six. Like we, yeah. we never, we never, and we leave a lot, a lot of good stuff, I think. So, yeah, because if something happened a week and a half ago, and eh, you know, we like to be current and a week and a half is ancient history these days. These days, uh, a day's ancient history. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah. With our attention spans. Or lack thereof. All yep. of us. That's what I was telling you earlier. I'm, I'm guilty of that, but, uh. Anyways, what was you saying? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, um, we're um, we're f- working with some new technology, too. We're doing this. Uh, we're not in the same room this time, which usually oh, we yeah. are. Uh, we can see each other through the magic of the Internet. And uh, hopefully our audio is as good as it sounded in tests. Yeah, like I said, I've upgraded my, my stuff. So maybe the next one uh, we'll just keep going and going but uh anyways what all just a brief other than just telling everybody how we're going to be hitting them once a week what's our what's our overview look like what all we got on the ticket today um bullet county we're sorry we had started seeing a a big improvement in uh the market softening in bullet county it's uh it's not a thing it's back to the it's back to where we were when we first started this thing yep (laughs) uh well like I said, we'll keep these num this number brief because we I mean, we just talked about them. But this this is my favorite, and I don't know if it's your favorite, but this is the big year to date and month to date comparison that were just that just came out. So um, f- straight across the top, it says average price is up five point one percent, while volumes down three point one year to date. So and those are directly we- related. Oh yeah, and we ought to go back and look at every month release and see if. See how that number matches up to every month. Because, I mean, the average price going up and the average volume going down. But, like you said, our last few shows, the Bullet County market has been not doing what it is this time. 
No, it, 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 it hit the brakes again. And uh, I'm not a fan of that tight situation. So hopefully we can, uh, we can get a better situation for people. You know, we've talked about people that say, oh, I want to move to Bullet County in a moderately priced house. That's not a good thing. Well, and I think, too, what probably makes that that number fluctuate so greatly is, I mean, you're talking 130 homes August of 2018 to 98 of August of 2019. Compare that to Jefferson County, 1,319 homes of August of 2018 to 1174 of August. Smaller changes reflect bigger percentages. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, eight houses in the Bullock County market. That's a big number, (laughs) but uh, yeah, true. So that could be part of it. But still, when you see down to almost 25% is what it is, uh, that number just tends to, to jump out at you. But like I said, Jefferson County is saying, I mean, they're down 11%. Uh, yeah, the whole, let's see the whole MLS as a whole, uh, is down almost ten percent compared to the month the month before, and then year to date, it's down three point one three percent. So, I don't know if that reflects. We've talked about this a million times. The different factors, uh, if it's people not looking, uh, like I said, their interest rates. I don't know how they keep dropping them, but they keep they keep dropping them or trying well, to. Well, they're so. they're very very low enough where. Um, you know, your buying power really increases when your rate goes down that much because um, your monthly payment ends up being so much less. Uh, we refinanced recently because the rates are so low. We're like, you know, here, let's save some money. We've been here two years, and that discussion's happening right now, too, which is yeah. just, I mean. That's rare. One of our, I think it might have been Jason that was in our, first he was said that he had people refinancing after like six months like your paper your ink's still wet on your your paperwork and the rates are down so but when you're talking 300 400 dollars on your house payment that's a lot it is a lot and um where do they go from here is the is the real question well same thing with somebody has a lot of equity in their home that's great Mm -hmm. you you have forty thousand dollars in your house but you have to find a home to sell your home to move into. So, I mean, it's just a, right. Well, uh, a lot of times for right now, it's like people say, well, I don't want to buy right now. Cause I got, I'm going to have to buy high. Well, you're going to sell high. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, the market Oldham is different than Jefferson is different than bullet and even, um, price points. If you're buying a $400,000 home, the market for those homes is significantly different than the market for a $150,000 home. So if if you're hunting, uh, you know, get with an agent, get with Malachi, get with me and let's break down the numbers to in a little more individual fashion. All right. Well, that's, uh, I'm ready to move on from numbers. If you, yeah, I am too. But, but speaking of buying homes, um, there's, um, jump right into that. (laughs) Yeah. There's a listing well, it's actually, it's actually, it's not listed on the, the MLS auction, right, right now. It's going to be an auction. Yeah. The last time it was sold was 2010 and it's the pink palace in St. James court. And what I found really cool. First of all, you can get on and you can see some of the amazing detail work. This is an old, old house. Um, it's, I mean, it's been pink since 1921. Oh really? It, I didn't yeah. know that. And it, it's over <laughs> 4,000 square feet. It includes six bedrooms, three and a half bath. 
three-story staircase, seven fireplaces, 12-inch baseboards. This this thing is, it's a banger. It's got 11-foot ceilings. It's huge. But what, what caught my eye when I was looking uh, through a website where I found this, it is supposedly a haunted former brothel. That's what, uh, I just watched the story on the news right before we started recording this, and they confirmed everything you were telling me earlier. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it was first used for. Uh, a, a gentleman's club, they, uh, they call it. A gentleman's it. club. So it's, you know, very high-class men sitting uh-huh. around discussing politics and economics, right? In the 30s and 40s and 50s. Yep. I, can, I can only imagine. Um, but check it out uh, online. The Pink Palace is what they call it. Um, I don't know if they Saint said. James Court. Did they say when? Uh... Uh, the The auction starts October first and ends October fifteenth. Oh, so they, we got some time. They also have it set up where it's a soft close. So if you plan to come in and bid snipe, which most people know what that is, um, you you go in when the clock's counting three, two, one, and you put a bid in at the end to try e- to win it. eBay. That automatically extends it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, eBay. That's what I said. That. I think they do that, too, if something comes in the last. Or what else does it? I can't think. But it keeps you from getting screwed. E- I don't know if eBay does it now. I used to bid uh, several years ago on eBay a little more often, and I would do that sometimes. Well, I think they even came up with apps. Like, you would put to, that would just, the very last second, like, all these apps would try to, yeah. to steal it for you. But, uh, no, I can't think. It might be HUD or something like that that makes it go another 10 or... 15 minutes or whatever yeah and and who knows how much this thing it could be a steal in 2010 it sold for uh 600 something thousand uh it sold for six hundred fifty thousand dollars in 2010 and uh, if you want to change the color well you're not going to be able to do that mm. because the historical society the historical society says no yeah, you need to, and some people, especially out here in Bardstown, they uh, buy homes, not look at the fine print that they're inside of a historical district, and you can't do what you want to do, and that's uh, that's something you need to know before you go into that thing. Yeah, you especially, do need to know that. Especially if you're buying a pink house. Uh, yeah. I is mean, it occupied? Been, um, I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Well, the fact that it's haunted... It's just yeah, it's always occupied with uh, hooker ghosts. Yeah, that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly right. Hooker ghosts, uh, uh, and you know there there are some pictures online. Uh, the house is stunning. It is. Amazing. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Um, I like the three story staircase. You just I don't know. There's there's not a lot of properties that are this amazing. And then you know, heck, you might get a deal. You and it looks know. on it too, so so that's uh, I'll go with that. Um, all right, so yeah, let's switch gears here from real estate to local sports. Um, we're both cards fans. I believe that's well documented. Yeah. So, um, well, we recorded our last show, and Louisville was just, I think we wrapped it up at like four or something, right when Louisville was kicking off down in Nashville playing Western, yep. and um. What's funny is uh, he was talking about how it was being broadcast on some terrible channel called Stadium, whatever well, that No, was. it's watchstadium.com. Yeah, well, I have that channel. 
like randomly Krista said she watched it. Like I had no it's idea. It's a channel? Yes. Oh, said. so yeah. I actually um my family, we went over to Jeremy's house, our last guest, and um we were watching that game there and he had he streaming has a, it. Yeah, he has a smart it. he has a smart TV and he just uh put the browser on and did it as the website. Did and, it look pretty good? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it was 100% like watching regular TV, but it was real close. Yeah. Well, like I said, I told I told Chris about it like maybe Sunday night, I guess. And she was like, no, I switched it over and just started watching the whole thing. I'm like, well, not very many people. I don't know what – I didn't even know I had it. So uh, it's just some random weird channel, but she uh, she watched it. Well, we were wondering if you had to register for it or something, but it uh, it has ads. Yeah. Well, so it's anyway, free. Anyway, so Louisville took care of business. Um, I didn't. I didn't get to watch it. I was out running around, but uh, from where what I heard, we're down to our <laughs> our number three quarterback now. Uh, Puma got dinged. Conley. Conley. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as he stepped in, did you see that pass across the middle for? Yeah, it was like, great. Yeah, sixty-two yards or something stupid like that. Um, yeah. So. As if we haven't been dealing with quarterback controversy for the last, I feel like, well, since Lamar's gone, so the last couple of years, uh, and you got to bring in Cunningham again, and so who the, who knows? Yep, and then Lamar did good again. Oh, yeah, he's killing it. Uh, yeah, he is. I'm loving uh, it. And then we're not going to leave our UK fans out of this. Well, what happened? <laughs> well. They didn't win? <laughs> well. <laughs> they almost won. They had a big lead <laughs> uh, in the fourth quarter over Florida. And Florida scored 19 points unanswered in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, you can't put the game on a line on a red shirt freshman to hit a no, whatever he no. was kicking, a 50-yarder, who knows. It doesn't matter if it was a 20-yarder. That dude's eyes walking onto the field, you could tell he's trying to jack himself up, but he was not very comfortable like walking out there. And I mean, what is he? Maybe nineteen? Like, right. You know, you just—they should have managed that final drive to not think. Let's just get to a field goal area. Like, let's—they need to be like, we need to punch this in. But if we can't, then that, <laughs> then we'll leave it all out there and, and hopefully he hits a field goal. But uh, right. Uh, what's a, a hoot is that my brother-in-law is a big Florida fan, and he was at oh, the game yeah. in Lexington. Nice. Yeah. I wonder if he was uh, letting them know about it on his way out. I imagine so. I think he was having a, an exceptionally good time and got pretty upset for the first part of the game. You know, no, no. my uh, His wife, my sister-in-law, was over at our house that night and FaceTiming with him, and he was not loving the beginning of it. And uh, I texted him, said, how'd you like that game? He's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dalton came. We were out back just hanging out. We had a little fire going. And Dalton, Dalton came out and was, said, you know, start of the fourth quarter. Like I said, it was a 19-point lead or something like it going into the fourth or maybe more than that. I don't remember. But I said, man, I said, there's still plenty of time for Kentucky to, to screw this up. And I'm just – it just it stoops is who I put it on. But I'm, And sure enough, I just happened to check my phone real quick, and there was like a minute left or whatever. And I looked down. I was like, oh, so we all hopped up and ran inside and watched the, the end well, of it wrap up. My, my message is that um... – don't worry, Kentucky. You'll get them again in 32 years. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's sorry. It. Yeah, that's. I think that was 
the the last time Kentucky's beat them back to back was probably I think it was in the, like the seventies. I don't remember seventy something, seventy six, seventy seven, something like that. But uh, yeah, so and then they're giving it. To, they're trying to give us crap for just beating Western. Uh, but we'll actually I would say we we'll see against Florida State, but Florida State's pretty terrible this year too. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think. Uh, except for Clemson, of course, we're not really challenged this year. Well, that's why everybody's talking bowl game, which is yep. absurd to think new coach and all this, you know, new offensive schemes, new defensive schemes. But I mean, we're we've won two. Florida State's kind of looking like they're garbage. Uh, we might sneak into one, which would just be crazy talk. Yeah. Yeah. What um, What do you got going on? Do you say you're going to a game or something? Or well, um. The same, the same brother-in-law who's a Florida fan is a Falcons fan. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, and uh, they're coming to Indianapolis on Sunday. We are going to um, go check it out. Nice. What time yeah. they play? One o'clock. You drive up there and come back. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you stay or whatever. Well, uh, we've actually had season tickets before. And um, we gave them up because it's a uh, it's a day, and to do it eight times, oh yeah, that's a that's a lot of time. Well, and you're not intoxicated either, so that helps things. This so, yeah, is true. If I wasn't intoxicated, I wouldn't be staying in a hotel either. I'd be packing my bags and coming home. Too. Yeah, and it's not a it's not a bad day. Yeah, um, you mentioned you got that, and then fantasy football. Do you? Uh, I wonder who all has Lamar because these stats he's throwing up have got to just be. Well, killing people. some guy in my <laughs> league drafted him way ahead of where people thought he should. Oh, so now he's the genius. Well, it looks like it. Uh, and now he's telling everybody, I told y'all. I've been telling y'all it's, he's going to kill it this year. Yeah, right. Nobody saw this yeah. coming. I'm watching. No. I, I like watching on, like, it's either Mondays or Tuesdays when the NFL releases, like, a little highlight from the Ravens. And uh, it usually gets shared on my news feed from people, you know, five or six times. And just watching the stuff he does is just he not that he's treating the NFL players like the college guys, but man, he still puts some moves on that uh, looks like he's going against some college kids. He's about the shiftiest player I've seen. He never, and he he still never takes a direct like he's all if, if you hit him, he's somehow falling to the left or falling to the right. So you never get to like flat out lay one on him. So uh, that's what they said. That's why he never got hurt because like he's always just sliding around. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's good for him. But uh, somebody shared today they were having a conversation on ESPN this morning um, saying that, uh, uh, what's the kid from Oklahoma? Uh, Kyler Murray. The, mm-hmm. the, the headline, he took a picture of it and put it on Facebook. He said, uh, Kyler Murray will never be as good as Lamar Jackson. I was like, oh, my goodness. That's uh, might not be. I mean, I know they're both Heisman winners, but that's uh, still, we'll see. Yeah. Well, and then I won fantasy football this week. Did you? Uh, I lost week one, and then week two, highest score in the whole league. Nice. So you, but you didn't start Lamar. <laughs> I did not. I don't have it. <laughs> That's cool. I haven't. I see things come through my that time the on this day thing on Facebook. You know, one year ago today or whatever, and I see stuff from eight nine years ago where it says. Uh, the first time watching football without a fantasy football team. But uh, I just haven't messed with it lately. Well, um, 
I'm not as hardcore into it as I used to be, oh, but it's it, super fun. Yeah, we used to have jerseys and draft parties and all that stuff, but yeah, just got away from it. I'm in a, a league that is especially um, competitive. Nice. Who what, is it? You that has the people that come in from that fly in from around the country and get together and vote. I, or get together no, I draft. think that's that's the show, The League. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> Which I just started watching a few yeah, weeks ago. It's been recommended several times to me. It's hilarious. Well, if you're in a fantasy football team you, you, league, you have to watch it yeah. I mean, just at least once. <laughs> but, um, all right, well, let's jump back into some, it's not really real estate, but I guess local stuff. Um, this weekend, that was the Hometown Rising concert well, this past weekend. And this upcoming weekend is what the Bur- Bourbon and, and Beyond. Beyond, and then and then I read uh, this is all coming from the WDRB report they did earlier. Uh, what's and then in two weeks is the is it the Louder Than, than Life? Life? Yeah. Yep. Um. So that Danny Hayes, he's the uh, uh, it says he's the CEO, or whatever. From the Danny Wimmer presents pr- produces all the festivals, and uh, what we're getting right now is they moved everything from champions park uh they've had all kinds of i guess what was it sewage issues or who the well it rained yeah and then uh it it ruined champions park yeah which my my son plays soccer at champions park so we don't really want them to tear it up so bad right and then logistics of it, trying to get down in there. But compared, like, I didn't even see traffic back up on 65 at all this weekend from the show. And there were tons of people there. But, like I said, uh, this WDRB report talks about how concert goers are not happy with the rapid price changes. But that's not just it. That's the that's the headline of it. Um, the main story talks about the guy that paid $400 per ticket. He bought two of them to get this VIP special package. Um so he said he spent more than $800 on VIP tickets for him and his wife for their 30th, 40th anniversary. They bought tickets in hopes of avoiding the crowd, but what ensued was quite the opposite. So basically, paraphrasing, he just says it got so crowded it wasn't worth it, and people were buying that exact same ticket for 75 bucks, like the day of. Uh, oh. Got the whole weekend for 150 bucks, and he was paying $400 a piece for him, And... Reading the whole thing here, it says that's the business model is they get them early, you pay them, you get to supposedly, you're going to pay more to get all the special luxury package. But the way I understand it is the VIP wasn't even a VIP. It's like they were standing on one side of the gate and everybody else was on the other. Like, it's not like they had um, backstage passes and all this, but... Uh, well, and it's not, it's not cheap, so, uh, you know, if you're going to pay extra, you're paying a lot of money you should be a VIP. Yeah. And uh, here's what's crazy, too. Metro Safe spokesperson said 32 noise complaints were made to 911 between 8 a.m. Saturday at midnight on Sunday. So these people, they got 32 of them. Uh, it says only one complaint specifically addressed the festival. But everybody lives in that area, and now they're going to get it for two more straight weekends yeah so, um and the music's gonna change it's not gonna be country music so this should be um i don't know how this is gonna work out but i guess like i said we'll uh we'll watch it all unfold yeah who knows 
Well, he's saying, like I said, he came out and said, you know, uh, otherwise there's no sustainability to the business model. I understand people are upset about it, but would they prefer I'll just stop producing the festivals? So he uh, he got a D minus on from the Better Business Bureau. 18 Ooh. customer complaints, many citing the dramatic price drops days before the concert. Uh, so I thought, like, you know, people were, like, buying them. People standing outside the gate and stuff. Now, this is, like, they're... The company is dropping them down to seventy-five bucks. That would uh, that would yeah. not probably sit with me. What was that festival down in the Bahamas or something that there was a big documentary about that? Oh, that was it, called but... the uh, Fire Festival. Yeah, and that's what they're kind of wondering. You know, the Alien Fest out there or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's kind of falling apart. I don't know if you've been keeping up with that or not. But the the main guy who started it, he he pulled out. And now the his partner, or whatever, she lives out there, and she's trying to keep it all together. But he even came out and said the other day that he's like, he thinks this is going to be the Fire Festival 2.0. Oh, so, uh, which if you've ever watched that documentary on Netflix, that's pretty crazy. I haven't yet. It, it's worth a watch. Highlights. All the money that was taken from people, but you know. Um, well, then my recommendation: if you're around town this weekend and you don't want to get involved in in something like that, well. Go to the Mac and Cheese Festival. Yeah, what is it? I have no idea. Well, it's what it sounds it like or... down on 4th Street. Is it? Yep. Mac and Cheese Festival. And so I guess it like it's areas? all kinds of crazy different mac and cheeses. and Like just, professional chefs or just like I can take a pot of mac and cheese down there and sell it or, or give it away? No, I don't think it? so. Oh, okay. There's requirements? I think so, yes. <laughs> well, uh, it's going to be hot as crap down there so mac and cheese might kind of fit right in that's cool. i haven't even heard of it so are they plugging it on the radio or something or uh found it on reddit oh really yep that's cool hmm. i find all kinds of silly stuff on reddit that's what reddit's good for yep tons of uh useful insights i guess <laughs> <laughs> um all right so one thing that i thought of all right is since we don't have a guest this time and because we're going a little bit more um, more frequent well I thought maybe we would do the six pack of questions ourselves okay maybe we'll do uh, one of us this week and the other next week so I'm gonna ask them for I'm gonna ask you those questions right now I say I don't have them here so that works um, I guess we probably won't have a guest every show, I wouldn't think. There's no, I mean, I don't know, maybe. No, well, who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll do whatever. We'll see how it moves along. All right. Yes. All right, I'm nervous. So you should be, um, because I changed them all up. No, I'm oh, just kidding. Great. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. That, that'd be rude. Okay, so, Mal. Cats or cards? Uh, cards, baby. Uh, hometown Brooks Bullock County however you want to call it nice you know where Brooks is just outside Louisville lived I there do. for 30 how old am I 36 I've been out here two years so I've pretty much lived in Brooks for 34 of those years and this October I'll be out here in Nelson County for two years so my entire life nice yep okay um 
favorite vacation spot? Mm, well, that's within my budget is that we typically is Gulf Shores. That's where we usually like to go. But the Virgin Islands was uh, is probably that's the the dream destination. Well, that's where we went for our honeymoon. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. And while we were there, a buddy of mine, Mark, they got married down there, so our honeymoon turned into, like, we were down there for, like, I don't know, 13 days, 12 or 13 days, so... Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. So that's probably, you know, that's a scuba diving destination in the world. I mean, you can see the water, like, 30 feet deep. You can see the animals down on the bottom of it, so... Did you go scuba diving? No, I just put on, you know, regular snorkeling headset or whatever. <laughs> nice. But one of those two, I don't know. Uh, I like Gulf yeah. Shores because of all the seafood, but one of those Seaf two. I like seafood. My my wife doesn't like seafood, so. Oh, man. Um, but, I I'm, but my lunch group that I we mentioned with Jeremy, we're going to get some fish tomorrow for lunch. Nice. Yeah. So, favorite restaurant? Um, well, if. If we're doing kind of like the part where you said uh, favorite food, favorite restaurant, my favorite food's probably ribs, which ties into, I guess, my favorite restaurant, Oklahoma Joe's out in Kansas City. Uh, nice. It's tough to beat, man. Like, I'm trying to think if there's any, I mean, as far as a rack of ribs go, that uh, I got to have a t-shirt that says my favorite restaurant's a gas station, because that's what it's in. It's in a BP. But... Uh, but yeah, that's their ribs, awesome. Yeah, their ribs are tough to beat. So I, for right now, unless something else comes up that I can think of, uh, that's prob that might be it. But as soon as we get in talking, I'll think of something else. But that's it. Well, of course you will. Yeah. All right. So what do you do when you're not working? Uh, I can do the the whole what free time and. Yeah, uh, but I have kids, so, you know, Scarlett, <laughs> hang out with her. Uh, but what I do for hobbies is play golf. If if I get a chance, we like to play golf a lot. Uh, hunting, I'm a big, I hunt a lot. Uh, I like to fish. So I guess anything outside is what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, outside's good. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and I think that if I have free time, those are the places that I, you'll usually find me as a golf course or in a tree stand or on the side of a bank somewhere. <laughs> side of a bank? You rob banks or something? Yeah. Yeah. On the side <laughs> of a bank. That's pretty cool though, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. What do you want on your tombstone? Yeah, I don't know. That's a, this is a tough one to put somebody on the spot on. Uh, well, I think it, it's cool cause it has the, the, like the emergency answer where you can just be like uh, well, pepperoni. Well, mine's a meat lovers. That's easy. So that, that knocks, you know, just loaded up with all the meats. Uh, <laughs> and I like Jeremy's answer the other day, you know, here lies the dude, uh, yep. a dude. So, uh, you know, all the good stuff. So I'm saying like mine's going to be all philosophical. It's just going to get deep on you. You know, great dad, loving husband, all that good stuff. Uh, well, hopefully anyway. Uh, yeah. But uh, something to, to that effect. Yeah, Hopefully like, it's in, in 60 or 70 years from now. <laughs> that's, uh, that's let's hope. On there. 
Well, uh, listening to Joe Rogan recently, um, there's all this kind of technology that they're doing where they can actually correct aging in cells and DNA. So who knows? Oh, yeah. And I'm sure he's into all that. So Yeah, it was nuts. You know, like the movie, um, you ever seen Vanilla Sky, Tom Cruise? Yes. Dude, <laughs> that movie is... Uh... That's exactly what we're talking about. That is that the right? one where the um, they predict your crimes and stuff? Or is that a different one? No. That What's that movie? one? Oh, that's a Minority Report. Minority Report, yeah. No, the uh, Vanilla Sky is where they cryo-freeze your body and you, they put you in like this crazy deep sleep. And he wakes up like 150, 200 years later and... All his friends and stuff are gone. Like it's, but only the elite, the the richest people can afford it. So all his friends are gone, and all this different stuff. It's kind of it has a Penelope Cruz in it. And I have seen it. I just don't remember it very well. Yeah, that movie's it's it's different. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, all right. Um, what else we got? Anything? Well, um, nothing huge. Um, Gonna be smoking meat. My patio is coming, um, coming together. Got some sand going on it now. It's been freaking crazy, but I'll give you an update and some pictures when that gets actually real. Well, I'm hoping um, the next time we record, which I don't know when that'll be, but like I said, I mentioned the other day those pork steaks. We have pork steaks and we have some salmon. I'm gonna smoke both of those. So either it'll be the day of, or maybe I can give you a. Uh, how they how it turned out type deal. Um, put some Fri- stuff on Facebook. Friday I'm doing some uh, pulled pork, smoking that. So nice. Yep. Um, yeah. Did you see where I made those sunflower seeds? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's just one sunflower right there, and we have about probably two, four, six, ten or twelve more that are oh, just about ready, which means. Thousands and thousands of sunflowers, but um, throw them on the uh, on the talk about town page. I will once uh, I took pictures of them standing. Cause I'm gonna do the whole process: pictures yep. of them standing, cleaning them, soaking them, cooking them, and then uh, eating them like Ace Ventura. Do you ever see that? Remember that scene? Yes. She, she offers him the ashtray. Yes. I don't smoke. It's a disgusting habit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll, I like when he climbs out of the rhino. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> all-time classic uh, scene. Yeah, that is definitely a classic scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, I'm glad we did this. So this is 16 um, weekly. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Like I said, yeah. Um, and I guarantee within the next seven days we will have plenty, plenty more content to to discuss. And like I said. Um, we we didn't I don't think we did it on our last show but uh, solicit some likes and comments. Somebody went on there and put like the best comment I've ever read on Apple. Like yeah, that was amazing. So whoever did that, thank you. People out there kind of follow that and get yeah us. reviews. We yeah. Le- we lent uh, awesome reviews and there's a few other apps that we're gonna expand to here this week. Yeah, because we're up to I think seven likes on there. On on the other formats, is there places to? Give reviews and all that too. I have no idea. I think so, but I, you know, um, I use one on my phone, and I just kind of I post it on the other apps for people that use different 
different pod catchers, they call them. Okay. Well, yeah, if they can give us a take two minutes, do a review and a like or whatever, that just helps us us with syndication. So, yep, uh, we'd appreciate it. But uh, that's all I have. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Episode 16. We'll see you next week. Next week. Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.